Before we get started with today's episode, we just want to give a quick shout out to uh, another podcast. Uh, we here at Death Cakes Incorporated LLC, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, you know, we ha- we do sort of everything from the eighties, nineties. We do music and movies, uh, music, video games. But if you right, guys right. want a really cool uh, retro game podcast, I suggest checking out. Uh, the Super Rad Podcast. Yeah, Super Rad. They are uh, at the Super Rad on Twitter and on uh, YouTube at uh, I believe YouTube.com slash official Super Rad. Um, I hope that's right. I'm not looking at my notes right now, but if not, it'll be in the show notes. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're also part of the uh, Screw Attack Network. Yeah, you can find yeah. their show, show there on ScrewAttack.com. We need a network. <laughs> we do need a damn network, but for right now, yeah, like I said, I, um, I just want to shout them out real quick because they, you know, they, you know, um, they show some love on Twitter, or whatever, you know, ret- with some retweets and just, um, you know, just seem to show some support for the show. So I just want to give them a shout out. And I um, actually checked out uh, a couple episodes of their podcast and uh, their YouTube channel. They got um, a show called Game Grips, which yeah. they put up there too, which is pretty awesome. And uh, gather retro and current too. So uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, really I, I listen, checked out about three or four shows, and they're they're a good group of guys over there. So check them out. Yeah, definitely, man. But uh, yeah. So um, what are we really here for today, though, Jay? Today we are here for. It's cool. That's right. We're heading down to your favorite, everyone's favorite neighborhood street. There is no hood in New York Sesame Street. Can you, you take know- me there? <laughs> <laughs> or however the song goes. Yeah. <laughs> We don't know how to get there, but we're going there. Yeah, one of these days we'll get there. Yeah, so um, needless to say, I mean, we, we watched Sesame Street. Yeah, I mean, as as much as we talk about all the cartoons and um, whatever garbage we watched as kids, we, <laughs> we also consumed a lot of PBS. Yeah. And not, yeah. Not, not just Sesame Street, there was, you know, we watched Mr. Rogers and... Uh, three, two, one, contact. And, uh, hey, man. Uh, hey, well, 
What? Look at the imaginary chalkboard. Put three to one contact up there. Okay. We need to talk about that show. That. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what was the math one? Uh, 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 square one. Square one. Yeah. Square one, which uh, I will say, yeah, we definitely put that put that one on the list too. Yeah. And uh, and then of course the uh, I don't know what you want to call it. It's the show that was fueled with uh, nightmares and Satan. <laughs> but it taught you how to read. That is the letter people. Stay tuned for that episode because we're gonna we're gonna tear that show apart. Oh god, the letter people. Oh man, we you know why. <laughs> but uh, all right, Sesame Street. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Before we uh, get too crazy on Sesame Street, because you know we're we're gonna talk about our experiences with the show then and even now, looking back back at some of these clips as. A somewhat arrested development adult. <laughs> um, you know, we we've skewed some of this stuff into some weird humor, but uh, uh, you know, PBS. I I will stand up and advocate for for them. I mean, I watched tons of PBS. It helped me learn to read. You know, reading Rainbow and Sesame Street together. Yeah, yeah, um, Help same me here, man. Same here. I, well, I can think that's true of a lot of us, but also, um, early on, I think what little Spanish I still know to this day came from Sesame Street. You know, fucking uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, you know, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah, they taught Spanish. I mean, they spoke it, I mean, and they didn't make a bit, like, they just threw it in there. It was seamless. You know, they didn't just yeah. go in there and say, hey, we're going to show you some Spanish right now. They just do a I whole segment it. in Spanish or do a whole song in Spanish, you know? Yeah. They just threw it out there, you know? And I still remember some of that shit to this day, you know? I can't speak Spanish, but I can sing those songs. No, uh-uh. Or, no. you know, <laughs> I can tell you some... <laughs> yeah, I, I remember some, some of those songs. Like, the, the, there was a song about the exit sign, and they, they're doing some sort of slow like salsa song it's like salida <laughs> yeah I still remember that I don't know if I remember that one I remember when um remember Ernie was trying to he he gone to a uh, a repair shop for his, he broke his rubber ducky broke its squeaker and he had gone to the repair shop to go get it back and he couldn't get in it was locked he kept knocking on the door and he was saying you know the I'm trying to get in here. This is the Corrado repair shop, right? And then somebody told him, no, that's not Corrado. It's Serato. Serato. You know, it means it's closed. You know? <laughs> you know, just, just stuff yeah. like that, man. It's really uh, ingenious. But let me let me, uh, let me me cut away from that for just a second, though, because, I mean, we watched a lot of PBS, you and I did, mm-hmm. growing up, and I'm sure a lot of people out there listening to this show and even not listening to the show did. But, um, you know, I've noticed, and... You know, kids today, I mean, they might see some PBS, but nowadays, um, I mean, I think I think kind of uh, a lot of these cable and satellite channels have have uh, stolen a lot of its thunder. Yeah. You know, because uh, I mean, I can look at my uh, my my youngest my my youngest sister who, you know, um, born in 96. She watched some Sesame Street, but not a lot of it, you know. Uh-huh. She was more into, uh, you know, Nick the Nick Jr. and, you know, um, my uh, my youngest brother, who's now, uh, he's he's almost 13 years old now, but, you know, he liked Elmo's World, you know, they just show Elmo's World on the, uh-huh. the Noggin channels and all that, but he, I don't think he watched a whole lot of, whole hell of a lot of PBS either, you know, he was into, uh, 
you know, some of the same things that uh, my sister was, you know, and then uh, even, you know, my kids, you know, they didn't watch, well, you know, I, I won't say they don't watch, they, they watch some of it, you know, the they like Elmo and Abby Kadabra, mm-hmm. who's still out there right now, but, you know, they, they're more into Disney Channel and, you know, Nick Jr. and, you know, all that kind of stuff, they like Yo Gabba Gabba and, you know, all, all that kind of stuff, you know, so, um, I don't know. I mean, other than some of these characters who were kind of iconic and universal, I mean, I've noticed that a lot of kids today, you know, really don't have the same connection to Sesame Street that we did. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. And it's kind of sad. I mean, I, I mean, that's the way things go. But, you know, it, it, it's sad that, that kids didn't have this, you know, same sort of experience that we did. Right. You know, because they, I, I mean... They did a lot of, I don't know if you call them skits or sketches or bits, you know, whatever those educational parts were. I mean, I, it, I just think it, it was a much better learning, you know, tool if you're going to have a kid sitting in front of a TV all day. Yeah, true. And, um, you know, again, a lot of that stuff was just, it's, it's timeless. It's iconic. You're talking about some of those shorts, especially, uh, some of the music which we'll get into a little bit later yeah um and the uh i mean just like so like even my dad you know he'll yeah i catch him every once in a while he's like we all live in the capital I in the oh, yeah. you know he remembers that you know what i'm saying and just you know uh, that stuff's been around i mean for you know decades and they just keep replaying it you know because it doesn't get old no you know it's just as relevant today as it was before so you know, yeah, I'm glad it's still around, you know, but, uh, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I got so, some complaints about it these days too, but we'll get into that. A little yeah, later. We'll, we'll get in that towards the end as we're talking about, uh, what's, you know, the show now, but, uh, let's start with the question. You know, what's, what's your earliest memory of, uh, Sesame Street? <sighs> um, I mean, can I even say that? I don't need, I don't because like I said you know Sesame Street you know ever since I was born as far back as I can remember it was there mm-hmm. you know I've been watching a lot of it um I can tell you this though I know the first movie that I'd ever gone to see that my mom took me to see was uh, Follow That Bird that was the Sesame Street movie <laughs> oh I mean, yeah I'm like what two or three years old I think at the time and I don't remember a lot about the movie I remember being in the theater and seeing that up on the screen and just thinking it was it, it was just it, it was just it was just a strange experience, you know, because I know what Sesame Street is, and then we're sitting in the we're sitting in this 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 theater on this big screen, and it's not it's Sesame Street characters, but it's not the same thing, right? Yeah, you know. So I remember that I have not seen it again since, though. No, I haven't seen it either. Yeah, maybe. Uh, man, we have to track that down one day. Talk yeah. about that. But um, I'm sure it's out there on the interwebs somewhere. Oh, it's got to be. I mean, I don't see how it couldn't be. But, uh, I mean, I remember, um, <laughs> earliest memory, I couldn't even tell you, man. Right, I couldn't tell you. What we'll do that. What was your favorite? Like I said, I don't know. Uh, let's call them sketches or bits. I, I don't know. Okay. What, what's your. Okay. That's easy. That's easy. Most, just about everything was Grover. Yeah. Grover Monster, who's the blue, you know, the blue one. You guys, you guys know Grover is what I'm talking about. Grover was, he was like the Kramer of all the monsters on Sesame Street. <laughs> he was really slapstick, physical comedy, kind of a goof, 
you know, he had these sketches called Super Grover, where he had like a, a red cape and a knight a knight's helmet on, where he would try to solve things, but really they would work themselves out, and he'd, he'd end up screwing things up more than anything. Or um, my favorite actually being um, his sketches that he had with uh, Mr. Johnson. Who is the uh, the blue head the, the blue the head bu- ball oh, guy? I was just thinking about that today when I was, <laughs> when I was talking about the show. Um, yes, yeah. He, Mr. Johnson was this blue-haired, balding puppet they had. Well, his whole he was a his blue head. He was the well, blue yeah. head guy, which he didn't have a name, and I'll tell you how I found out his name later. <laughs> but uh, he there was there's a bunch of sketches of him um, uh, where. Gover, Gover's, uh, he's a server at a restaurant called Charlie's. Oh, he yeah, scoops his order all the time, bring him the wrong thing, and just have his story back about that. his head. Yeah, I, I got a story <laughs> about that. Okay, I'll let you. I'll turn it over to you in just a second here. But then one more, and I'll tell you how I found out his name was Mr. Johnson, or at least for an episode, his name was, and for forever I call him that. Um, do you remember the episode when uh, Grover was a he was a postman? He delivered uh or he he delivered telegrams. Oh yeah. But they were singing telegrams. And he yeah. goes to this guy's door, he knocks at his door, he annoys the hell out of this guy because he's giving him these singing telegrams and they're all to the wrong person, you know? And <laughs> nothing's for him. So he knocks on the door again. So he's like, uh, I think it went like Happy birthday, Mrs. Star. We hope you like your brand new car. He's like, Do I look like a Mrs. Star to you? He's like, hmm, you know, in this light, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Slams the door in his face, and then he's telling him, "I don't want to hear any more singing telegrams." He knocks on his door, raps, and just banging on the door. And he goes, "Please, please, got one more." He's like, "He said it's not a singing telegram; it's a singing and dancing telegram." <laughs> he's about to slam the door. <laughs> he's like, "Okay, all right, all right, just let me have it. Give me the singing, dancing telegram." So he has the whole song, and I remember it. He's like, "Mr. Johnson, ho ho ho, used to live in Buffalo. You lost your hat the other day. Please come get it." And he tap dances. Right day way, and he's like, "That's it. My name is Johnson, and I used to live in Buffalo when I lost my hat, my favorite hat." And he's like, "Well, sir, somebody wants to give you back your favorite hat." So he tells him, "Okay, who's it from?" And Grover's like, uh, uh, "Excuse me." And he's like, "Who's it from?" He's like, "Well, sir, I mean, I have to. I have all these singing telegrams I gotta remember. You can't expect me to remember everything." It's a just <laughs> If this if this was a more mature rated show, he'd have beat the fuck out of Grover. Oh yeah, <laughs> when he slams. Yeah. Oh, if those are my favorite. Those are my favorite, man. <laughs> yeah, I was I was watching um, the Sesame Street channel, their their YouTube channel. I was watching it with my my three year old son. I don't know, maybe two months ago or something like that. And I was watching right. some, some of those Grover as the waiter, <laughs> and and. They were doing the one where they were comparing big and small things. So okay. the the guy's ordering his food and he's like, you know, I want the burger. And Grover says, Well, there's a small burger, or there's the big burger. You know, which one do you want? And so the guy's like, Well, I'll just take the small burger. So so then Grover goes to the kitchen, comes back, and and brings in this little teeny tiny itty bitty little burger on this little <laughs> plate and he's and Mr. Johnson's like you know I, I need more than this I I want you know a burger so set or take this back and, and give me the big burger and Grover's like mm-hmm. no I don't think you want that he's, he's, <laughs> he's like no I, I do want that he's like no I really don't think 
how about this? I will bring you five small burgers, and it'll equal a regular size burger. He's like, no, I want the big burger. <laughs> so then he goes, Grover goes back to the kitchen, and and Mr. Johnson's com- complaining. He's like, I don't know why I always come back and I always get this. Yeah, he says that a lot too, doesn't he? He's like, why do I always come to this restaurant? Yeah, I can't believe I get this service every time. And then all of a sudden, you hear this rumble. And then the the camera starts to shake, and you hear Grover scream, <laughs> and, the, and he comes smashing through the wall with this giant ass burger. I mean, the thing, you know, it's relatively the size of of like a a refrigerator or something. I mean, the fucker is huge. <laughs> he he drops it on the on the guy's table, and the table falls apart. And I'm sitting there with my son just laughing my ass off. I, I mean, I, I was in tears laughing. And, and my wife happened to walk in. And she's like, how can you laugh at that? I'm like, it's, it's funny. And she's like, no, it's not. It is. It's and so it's, funny. Yeah, I, I guess it's because I, I grew up with the stuff. So, you know, I watched it all the time. It could be just a familiar you know, like like when you watch a show like with your favorite episode when you know when the funny part's coming and you're laughing or yeah you know or or like an episode or like you know something maybe you didn't remember see it and then they show it and you're dying you know that maybe that's what it is man yeah or it, it's you remember laughing as a kid and so that makes you laugh again you know I'll tell you one more. And <laughs> this is going to become the Grover episode. But do you remember the one where he went to, uh, he worked at a place called, o- <laughs> it was called O'Brien's Fast Food. And you would order, and the food would come flying past you real quick. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, it was another Mr. Jobs in there. And he kept, he was trying to order something, so she would go flying past him. <laughs> and then, uh,. He, he he wasn't getting his order right, you know, like always. And so Grover goes back, you know, back to the door, back to the back to the kitchen, whatever. And the guy's like, I should have just gone to Charlie's. You know, <laughs> so already. And I don't remember. I have to look this one up. I don't remember exactly what happened in the episode. But, of course, it ends up with the guy, you know, not getting it, not getting what he wanted. And he just falls down and collapses on the ground. And, and Grover's like, he offended. It's, it's, it's not funny. It's corny, but I, I laugh every time. Yeah, that oh. I, I haven't seen that in forever. You just jogged memory for me. You brought it up. It, it, it came to mind when for me. I hadn't thought about that one either, which is why I don't really remember how it went. But uh, when you're talking about the big and small, I'm like, oh shit! What about the one with like the fast and slow? He worked at the fast food place. Oh, I just found it. <laughs> Oh, you found, right. you found it? Okay, yeah, well. I'll have to watch it after the show. <laughs> yeah, that'll go on YouTube. Look out for that. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean... Well, for me... I'm a little bit older than you, so... Right. I started watching, you know, in like... 79, 8... I was born in 78, so I, I assume I watched in 79. I was only a year old. Right, but you know, I know I watched it early, early on. So I would, I would see a lot of the sketches from like the seventies, mm-hmm. and and they were still playing early. some of those sketches. They replay, they repurposed those sketches for a long time. Oh yeah, right? they, they, I think well into the nineties, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, but they would keep them in the rotation forever. 
Yeah. You know, and one of the earliest ones that I remember is Richard Pryor doing the ABCs. Oh my God, it was so funny because he. <laughs> I think he was coked out when he did it because <laughs> man he he's just, just his mannerisms because he keeps like twitching when he's, when he's well, doing it you know it's 79 so see that was after that was after Sunset Strip wasn't it it may have been it may have been so see this is after it's after the accident so I don't know. He may have still made some residual effects from, uh, you know, back when he was freebasing and doing all that, all that wild shit, you know, with the cocaine. Yeah, well, I, I don't know when that actual sketch came out because it could have been before. It, <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> I, always, I always say that he was, he was doing lines uh, off of uh, Oscar's trash can lid with David <laughs> just, just before he went on to do it. <laughs> <laughs> It makes you think of that Dave Chappelle sketch with that one uh, guy who's supposed to see Oscar with the with the uh, the syringe in his, in his oh. forehead. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. I mean, there's all kinds of of classic stuff that I could go into, but then it, it'd be into the remember this and then do the whole sketch. <laughs> right, right. But it's funny you mentioned the seventies. Um, cause Sesame Street came out in the late, in like, what, 69? 68? It started in... Yeah, I've got the Sesame Street Bible pulled up here, if I can get my... Oh, we, got, we got the Sesame Street Bible this time, not the internet yeah. Bible. <laughs> uh, my battery's about to die in my pad here. Um, it started... 1969. Okay, yeah, I, remember, I thought I remember hearing that somewhere. Yeah. So, all right, so 69. Um, I remember, like, um, well, I don't personally remember, but I remember through, you know, the magic of the internet. I remember seeing videos from, you know, that first decade or so. Mm-hmm. And they had some really good stuff in there because they had a lot of musical acts who would come in. I mean, they still did. They still do. Yeah. But this is back when, I mean, they would actually have, I mean, right now they do parodies and well, they've been doing that for a long time. But there's a sketch with, uh, or not a sketch, a, a musical segment with uh, Stevie Wonder, where I think he went up there and played Superstition, but then he went and played a Sesame Street song. And I'm telling you folks, if you want to see something awesomer than shit, you go and you look up Sesame Street, Stevie Wonder. That's back when he still had the afro, and he's on the, he's, he's got the vocoder, and he's got, you know, he's, he's, he's on there, and he's like, one, two, three, and everybody's like, Sesame Street! So much fun for you and me, Sesame Street. It, I'm telling, I'm not doing it justice. It's badass. Yeah, I just pulled it up here. We're gonna have to put that one in the show.
Yeah, yeah that's, that was, that was, it's fucking beautiful, man. That's awesome. And that's that's a lot different than what they do now. I mean, now it seems like every artist that comes on, either they do, well, most of the time they do a parody of one of their their you know original songs, mm-hmm. which eh, I can do with that. Yeah. You know. I- yeah, you know, if they're gonna do that, you know, they might as well just stick to uh, the puppets. You know, having the, the puppets, puppets where they, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, what's again? Christopher, Christopher Cross, I think his name is, or Chris Case, who did uh, Cross. Is it Cross that did yeah, all those Chris- classic songs? Not just the parodies, but the original songs too. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Nah, you're talking about um. Oh, the composer. Uh, from the 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 in-house guy from Sesame Street. Yeah. Uh, Chris something. No, not Christopher Cross. That's another guy. <laughs> um, damn it. What's this guy's name? I used to know it off top, but um. Yeah, I'll find. Well, it. yeah. Well, um, while he's looking that up, um, yeah. So I mean, you had Stevie Wonder. That was you know sometime in the '70s. See, I missed all of that, you know. But I've gone back and seen him since, you know. Through uh, YouTube videos and other ways to get video, you know. Uh, there's also um, uh, the uh, the the puppets, like we were saying, like they would do parodies of songs, and it was better. I th- see, I think that's that's a whole lot cooler, and that I think that's a whole lot more uh, stand the test of time. I think than having you know, like let's say like Katy, Katy Perry, Perry go out yeah. there and do a so yeah, <laughs> go out there and do and parody her own song. That's kind of I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm I'm the same way. I, I'd rather have a puppet doing something goofy. Like, uh, I retweeted somebody. I'm sorry, I don't remember the name right off top, but hey, that's what Twitter's for. It's right there for posterity's sake. But, um, was talking about how, um, they parodied, um, Material Girl and turned it into Serial Girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was one. There's plenty of them. And, you know, there's, and... a, there's a special, there's a special up on, um, or maybe I don't know if it's still there or not. There's a special up there on Netflix for a while where um, they were talking about why the reason they do that is because you know they want parents to watch with their kids, and so what better way to do that than to kind of parody something or like kind of splice in something kind of like as an in joke to them that they'd understand, you know? Yeah. Which is, I mean, genius, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that, that's the best way, way to learn is to watch with your kids don't just put your kid in front of the TV and leave them alone yeah and I want to say one more thing um, oh by the well, did you figure out that guy Christopher uh, give me a second oh, okay <laughs> um, I want to say one more thing and I want to say I wa- well I used to think I used to think I watched an embarrassing amount of this show growing up um, because and you know here's the thing you find out everybody, you know, I, I, I want to say we all past age seven or eight and they acted like they didn't watch Sesame Street. Yeah, you did. Yeah, mm-hmm. you still watched it for a couple of years, <laughs> for a little while after that. You watched <laughs> it just as long as we did, so shut up. But also, you know, I watched a lot of the two because, as I've said many a time on this show, we did not have cable. So there weren't many choices. And so once all of the, car- the, the, the morning cartoons and stuff went off and... Um, you know all the all the the repeats and stuff like I think they showed A Team in the morning and and uh, Fall Guy 
and some of that stuff. You know, once that went off, I mean, if I was going to watch TV, if I wasn't going to do anything else, you really didn't have any other choice because all it would be is soap operas on the other channels or paid programming or some shit that I didn't want to see, some infomercials. And so until about uh, 1.30, 2 o'clock, when those shows were on, uh, we, you know, when some of the, the 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 good reruns and kid-oriented shows came on, I mean, the only choice you had was PBS, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah, and you had to. And a uh, guy's name is Chris Surf, by the way. Chris Surf, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's a talented motherfucker because some of those songs, I mean, you could take, just at a base level, if you take, like, the lyrics out of it and take, you know, just the, uh, uh, you know, all the song structure out and just have the music. The music still for some of that stuff is oh, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I, I mean he he did some butt rock in some of these <laughs> some of these songs, man. Yeah, he did, and it was great. In fact, uh, you know what? We ought to take a break right now, shouldn't we? Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. All right. Hey, and how you doing? I'm Nora Nix, your host on NTV, the first channel that is all letter N, all the time N. Our next video is truly on the cutting edge of what's happening in the world of letter N. This group, whose name, of course, starts with the letter N, is called Nick Maddox, with lead singer Nick Normal. What do I think of it? (laughs) I think it's nice, but see for yourself. Have a look at Nick Normal and the Nickmatics doing their latest hit called The Letter N. It was Friday afternoon, I was talking to my friend, I said, What's up for tonight, my man? What'll be happening? What's the plan? He said, Nothing I know of, nothing I guess. Sorry, just nothing, no more and no less. No, 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 nothing. That starts with an N. No, 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 nothing. There it is again. No, 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 nothing. Again and again, the letter N. Then I boogie down to Nino's for my favorite pizza pie. When I got there, it was not the same. Everything was different, even the name. I said, where's the pizza? Where's the root beer? They said, we'd never, never, never make a pizza pie here. No, 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 never. That starts with an N. No, 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 never. There it is again. No, 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 never. Again and again, the letter N. Well, I made it back home and my father was there. I said, Dad, I know how kind you are. So tell me tonight, can I use the car? He said, it's only 12 years that you've been alive. No, kid, no, you're not old enough to drive. No, 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 no. That starts with an N. No, 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 no. There it is again. No, 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 no. Again and again, the letter. Nothing. Never. No. Capital I in the middle of the desert, in the center of the sky, and all day long we polish on the eye to keep it clean and shiny so it brightens up the sky, rubbing it here and scrubbing it there, polishing the eye so high in the air. As we work, we sing a lively tune. It is great to be so happy on a busy afternoon. 
And when we're through with the day's only chore, we go into the eye and we close the door. Capital I, capital I, capital I, capital I. So we uh, threw some some songs in there, a couple for you. You know yeah, what? Uh, I I don't know if these songs are even in the rotation anymore. But. They, if not, they ought to be. Again, like I said, the stuff doesn't really get old. No, uh-uh. you know, especially the the original. I mean, the parody songs. I could 
just because the original songs might not get played anymore. But yeah, that the original that songs. Mm-hmm. Like Wet Paint. I mean, that can be Wet Paint. Yeah, oh, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. But uh, real quick, wanted to talk about some of the puppets. I mean, now the puppet. Well, they. I don't know if they use as many puppets as they used to. It seems to be pretty much the Elmo show these days, but Uh, back in... We'll get into that later. (laughs) No, let's talk about that right now, you know, real quick. Because this is... uh, You know, I I, I do have a bone to pick with that. I have a bone to pick with that because Elmo... I mean, okay. I mean, when I was a kid, I guess I liked Elmo. You know, my mom liked Elmo and, you know, every mother and, you know, parents, they all love Elmo, whatever. You know... But nowadays, like you said, it's like the Elmo show, and it's like he's pushed a lot of the better. I mean, I thought for a minute I thought Grover wasn't around anymore until I finally saw him show up. You know, yeah. But, uh, and a lot of of Sesame Street like Uber fans and purists they call him the Red Menace because he just <laughs> as, took over the show as and, they should. Yeah, and I, I mean, I partially attribute that to. Uh, his puppeteering voice, Kevin Clash, uh, which I mean, I'm not, go gonna, down that? I'm not going to get into his personal stuff, but yeah. he's no longer on the show. They have a new guy doing Elmo, but uh, I mean, there is a documentary about him that's out there called Being Elmo, and if you're a fan of Sesame Street, I suggest you watch it. It's on Netflix because. Some, some of it they do go into sort of the, the behind the stage stuff of that early Sesame Street you know and there's a couple like clips with, with Jim Henson building these puppets with him and stuff mm-hmm. and the reason I say I attribute it to him he seems like a I don't know him but he, he seems like a guy that you know, is sort of my way or the highway. Because once Elmo took off and a lot of the older guys retired and stuff, like, you know, Frank Oz, I don't think, really does anything on Sesame Street anymore. He might still do Bert, but, I mean, Kevin Clash worked his ass off. He, he, every time Elmo's on a TV show, like, you know, Ellen or Oprah, or whatever. It's Kevin Clash. He refuses to use a uh, a voice double. Wow! It has to be him. So he's a workaholic, and I can. And he became, you know, head puppeteer for the, the children's te- television workshop. So I can definitely see how. Yeah. He well, pushed Elmo to the front and sort of took is. over. There it is, cause he, like I said, you know, he pushed up. Is is Harry still around? Harry Monster? No. See, and I love it. Harry was awesome. No, I don't think you Telly's know? around either. It, Telly, oh, he's not around. Um, what about uh, the two-headed monster? Are they still there? I don't think so. Yeah, the two-headed. Mo- Come on, man. The two-headed and monster. A lot of the pup, which is sad, but a lot of the puppets have turned into like CGI. Like there's uh, even a whole segment. There's a whole segment with Bert and Ernie called Bert and Ernie's Adventures or something like that. Don't tell me. Don't please. It's all CGI. 
Oh my god. It's all really bad CG, almost claymation looking CGI. And I. Uh, but it, and it, I it's them that. and they, they, you know, because it's CGI, you, they can have their whole body. You see their legs and their, you know, arms and stuff like that. It's really bad. It is bad. You know why? Because think about that. Um, there's a Muppet movie that came out, what, like a year and a half, two years ago? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all the same, you know, the felt. Muppets, you know, they're, they're puppets. And yeah. they kept it that way for a reason because when you, as soon as you change them, I mean, well, with the exception of uh, the animated Muppet Baby show, um, with the, you know, that's the only exception. But once you change, you know, that, they're no longer the Muppets. Well, to, I heard this from so, someone else. I don't know if it's true. Um, I heard this from, from a Muppet aficionado. But the puppets on Sesame Street are not Muppets, with the exception really? of Kermit. No, they, they're not classified as Muppets. They are puppets. They are puppets, okay. They are pu- so, or, oh. or, you know, the Sesame Street monsters, with the exception of Big Bird and, and Snuffy and stuff. Wow, that's... Uh, but they are okay. not Muppets. I was always under that impression that they were, because they were Jim Henson and... No, no, there's some oh. sort of distinction between the two. I don't know what it is, but... Okay, well, um, well, okay, well, then I stand corrected. Let me rephrase what I said. Then I think once you change these characters, I mean, it, well, okay, well, let's just parallel. I mean, we talk about the, the Muppet movie. You know, the reason why they stayed exactly as they are before, as they were before, is because once you change them, they're no longer that. I think the same thing is that way with the uh, with Sesame Street. I mean, you know, CGI Bert and Ernie. What? Yeah, and you can't have you know, the puppets interact with. With the people, with, with the kids, well, well the yeah. kids especially, because they would have those, those sketches with, with uh, Harry Monster and John John, and you know John John would, would <laughs> John John give him a kiss and give him a hug, and you know mm-hmm. you could sort of feel that through the TV if that makes sense. You know? Let me tell you something about John John. He is the reason why, and <laughs> you know what? I want to cut that in right here. Hey, John John, I understand. That you're a very good counter. Do you like to count? Yeah. Me too. I'm good at counting too. Do you suppose we could count together? Yeah. Okay. I'll go first and you go second, okay? Okay. I'll, I'll do the first one and then you, then you. I go first. Oh, you, you want to go, go first? Second. Okay, you go first. One, two, two three. three. Four, five, six, six seven, seven, eight, eight nine, nine, ten, ten eleven, eleven, twelve, twelve, thirteen, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, fifteen. What's after fifteen? After fifteen comes. Sixteen. Oh, God, that's this. Sixteen. Seventeen. Eight. Eighteen. 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 Eighte
counting stuff, counting stuff off on purpose, or you know, just counting. We're like 17, 18. <laughs> Uh, it's great, but yeah, that's a Harry segment right there. Harry and John, John, they were good. And then, um, uh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can throw you for a loop. Um, do you remember who Frazzle is? Yes, because I looked him up earlier. Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Frazzle. He's early, early too. Yeah, and he was around for a while, and then I think, well, I think by the time I was like maybe seven or eight, he was really, really kind of a fringe character mm-hmm. you know, he showed up every once in a blue moon but you know I remember he used to not say anything he just growled and kind of snarled a little bit whatever he looked really ferocious but he was you know a nice guy just whatever. yeah, yeah the, the, like all of them I, I watched the video prepping for the show it was just a, a song about Fra- it was the Frazzle song basically. oh okay yeah there you go we'll but have yeah, to put was, that in here yeah well yeah so I mean I know definitely no one today knows who Frazzle is anymore because no. fucking Elmo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, I'm sorry. I derailed everything with that. But I just had to get that off my chest. I really don't like how, you know, it's it's just the Elmo show today, you know. That's probably why. That's another reason why Sesame Street, you know, to me, just doesn't really hold the same. And Elmo's got bad English. You know, he, he talks in third person. Yeah, you know, you don't need kids learning to talk in third person. Learn to say I and you and me. Don't say Elmo this. You know. Yeah, although, well, yeah, I don't like that either. But I mean, that's him. You can't change him. I mean, that's just yeah. that's, that's him. You know, and like, um, I'm sure to you know, uh, as a counterpoint to that, you know, my sister who I said she didn't really watch. Sesame Street a lot. She loved Teletubbies, and Teletubbies and talk with a damn sauce. <laughs> True. So, there you go. But, uh, True. But anyway, so more of these puppets, man. What, what else we got? Um, well, I mean, this is the big, what, five? It's Big Bird, Bert and Ernie. Mm, of course. Oscar. Elmo, unfortunately. Grover. Grover. Telly, who's, I don't think it's, well, I think he's used a little bit. And then, um, I mean, that, those were usually the main ones. Harry Monster. Yeah. And then, do you remember Bruno? Bruno. Yeah, he, it, it was early in the 80s, but Bruno was the garbage man that would carry, oh, yeah! That would carry, yes. uh, Oscar around. I do remember. Bruno, he never yes. spoke, but he. Yeah, he would a, tell him where to put him, and. Yeah. I do remember Bruno. Yep. And they, they quit using him after a while, and then would just have Oscar. His feet would cut come out of the bottom <laughs> of the trash can. He'd walk around like that. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Um, could just feel this walking can. Like, how's he know where he's even going? Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But uh, okay, there's um. Oh, we left out uh. Snuffy, Snuffleupagus. Oh yeah, Snuffleupagus. Which was, nope. I don't know, for the first, I think, ten years of the show, or how, however long he was on there, he was imaginary at first. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. That at all. See, uh, he he was Big Bird's friend, but every time Big Bird went to get one of the people to introduce him. Uh, Snuffy would walk away, so everyone thought he was imaginary. Shit. For a long time until 
probably in the middle of the 80s, they finally had the episode where everyone you know, officially met Snuffy. Gotcha. Alright, well. Yeah, I, and then, yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, and then little known oh. fact, uh, the indie rapper uh, MF Grimm he was on Sesame Street. He was actually the first kid ever to ride on Snuffleupagus. Wow. Well, Did that's you know also that? No, I didn't know <laughs> that. And that's also interesting because I don't remember kids riding Snuffleupagus. Yeah, well, or sat, sat on his back or something. But he Well, that's put, what I'm saying. I remember they yeah. used to, uh, I mean, they used to sit down and use, you know, but they had like the, the meet. Remember they used to have those group, they had those meetings. Remember, do you remember what I'm talking about? On the street? Out in the, yeah, I'm the stoop. They used to sit out there and like they have like uh, Big Bird had a group and they all wore Big Bird hats and then they got Snuff uh, Snuffy had a group and they all wore Snuffy hats and then Oscar even, had a group. Yeah, Oscar had a group. They had dirt smash on their faces yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. They used to do that. I don't remember any like riding or was sitting on his back though. It's you know yeah. maybe I do. I don't know. But so MF Grimm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he he crazy. put it in. His, he wrote a book five years ago, maybe. And that's in there. I, I heard him talking about it on an interview on uh, on NPR, of all places. But yeah, <laughs> he was on, on Sesame Street. That's, that's what's up, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, you said that and over your picture is verse off the Cool G Rap, uh, the 456 album, and I'm like, <laughs> that kid was on Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. Ah, man. But, uh, you know, Sesame Street wasn't filled with just people. It had, or... Muppet puppets had people too. Yeah. And as far as I know, the the original players are pretty much there. I mean, talk about couple. talk about vested pension, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're just in it for life. Yeah. Uh, Maria and Luis are still there. Yep. Uh, I remember when they got married. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I want to say it was like eighties. Eight or eighty-seven, something like that. And then, uh, let's see who else was there back in the day? It was it was David, <laughs> who uh, who worked in in Mister Hoopa's store. Yeah, he worked. And <laughs> he uh, he had some some problems. Yeah, he David. had some drug related problems. And, uh, I think he went crazy and died in a. Uh, like asylum. a rampage, wasn't it? Yeah, no, he he was in an asylum, I think, and he died there. But oh, it, 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 he went on, on a rampage, and they had to commit him. So, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I know it shouldn't be funny, but I'm just saying, this is like, okay, because I remember Mr. Hooper, maybe, I, do, I don't remember when Hooper died. I do remember they were show. I remember them being. They're showing some episodes when he's still on, though. I remember he was still around at least for a while. Yeah, they I think kept sh- showing clips with time, him for know? a little while after he died. Right, and I'm then there's sure. that. Right, and then there's that. There's that. Uh, there's that one um, sketch where like this one guy. I guess you know because they they brought in new people into the neighborhood all the time. Mm-hmm. And one kid, uh, he had, or it wasn't a kid, he was probably a teenager or, you know, early 20s. He was asking, you know, why does it say Hooper's store? This is David's store. And so Big Bird had to tell him a story about how, you know, Hooper died and David took over. You know? Oh, I forgot that David took over. Yeah, David took over the store. And oh, then Hooper's rolling David... in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> but then David... 
But you know, when David died, you know, no, there was no mention of him at all. He was just stricken from the stricken from the record. Yeah, yeah. Didn't talk about him. You know, but didn't talk about him. David. Da- Do we want to get into David right now? <laughs> Might as well. David was a trip, man, and one of the things was his voice. The voice, the the voice is what did it, man. He just had this strange, like, really raspy kind of high voice, sorta. And he would, he would, he would over emote a lot. You know, mm-hmm. there was one time when he ordered um, <laughs> in the store he got some uh, some milk, and it spilled, and then it was sour. And then he's like. Or uh, he spilled on the ground. He's like, oh, oh, oh! And he wipe up the milk, and then he's like, sour milk. How did I go and get sour milk? He's just wilding out, and I just thought he was hilarious. And then uh, there's another episode where I think he overordered milk. Like he had like crates full of this stuff. He gets on the he's on the phone talking to whoever he ordered it from, you know, whoever delivered it. And you know, you don't hear the other side of the other side of the uh, phone conversation. Either. You always hear that, you know. And so he's on the phone. He's like, yeah, we owe too much milk. I can't sell all this. I'm like, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, what do you mean start drinking? He always had those pork chop sideburns. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Ah uh, man, he just looked. I to me, David looked like he just always woke up, didn't give a fuck. What same shit he had on the night before? He just roll out of bed, come down the steps from the mm-hmm. from the one two three building, and just that just be it. You didn't even you know he might have had gum in his hair or something like that. He wouldn't care. Just leave it there. <laughs> some shit. It's just it, it, that, that just piss Hooper off too. Ah oh, man, because <laughs> uh, our little <laughs> intro is said Hooper. Hooper did two tours in Korea. <laughs> Korea, and he, he seems like it. He's like a war tour. Yeah, he's a war. He, he's, he's like he's seen some stuff, and he's just this. Now he's just this. Uh, this uh, Jewish store owner, even though he's probably not Jewish, but he just seems that way. He just this 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 surly old man, though. You know, yeah. he just. He just seemed like he would cut. Like there's a there's a sketch I think, uh, or not a sketch. Well, yeah, where they I think they were planning a surprise party for David, and he seemed like he didn't want to be there at all. You know, like David's in there. He's like, he's like, get outside and sweep. Get out there. Go go come back in and I tell you. And he's like, what are we doing? So he's like, just just just. <laughs> Like, like he got hot, like like he got forced into hiring David like to fill a quota or something. And he didn't really want him there, <laughs> and he kicks him out. And then they realize, okay, because they were planning a surprise party for him, and they didn't want to tell him. But I mean, I mean, hell, so uh, I'm witnessing it. I'm like, damn, what do you, you you kick him out of the store? Like you don't even want him in the store. You want him outside sweeping, you know? And you don't even want him in your presence. You know, that's what it seems like to me. If I'm David, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not expecting a surprise. I'm like. They show up with a cake and we're like, you know, what's in it? <laughs> what's yeah, exactly. Is cyanide in this thing trying to kill me? <laughs> I was watching uh, Sesame Street a little while ago you know, on uh, Netflix. At one of the newer episodes. Now there's, I should probably learn his name. And now, now there's this uh, this Asian guy that runs the store. And 
<laughs> I, I texted John really real quick and I was like, man, Hooper's rolling in his grave with this Asian man running his store now. <laughs> After he did five tours in Korea. I just, you know, I, I just feel like he, he just strikes me as a type. I don't know, man. He... They, they talk about he seems to me like he's that guy who's like real nice to everybody in the face but then like after hours he's like got his 40 ounce in a uh <laughs> or like a flask or something and he's just standing by oscar's crash can they're just shooting the shit like god damn it i remember oscar back when sesame street used to be a wholesome place now we got all these all these colors walking around here don't don't tell me when then gordon comes out and say hey gordon <laughs> yeah he's you like the type that would say those people a lot. Yeah, those. <laughs> those he, he wouldn't use a a, a a racial slur. He'd just say those people. You know, I had to serve some others the other day, Oscar. <laughs> I, had to, <laughs> I had to hire one of the others. It's a sad day in my life, in my career, in my store. I had to. <laughs> I hired this Schwartz. I mean, the, the, this this guy named. <laughs> David, he ain't worth a damn to me, Oscar. But I have to have him on the payroll. They call it affirmative action. <laughs> and then he probably hated that, that Luis and, and Maria had a repair shop right next to <laughs> Right next You know, time. Oscar. <laughs> I remember back in the days. We didn't you. I think we ought to check their papers, Oscar. I don't think they <laughs> Now, don't get me wrong. They can uh, fix my, my, my refrigerator good, but... But I just <laughs> If I ever need the garage painted, I know who to call, but... Damn it, I don't know, man. They just... I remember when my... I remember when my best friend, we did a couple tours in Korea together. He used to own that place, and now look at that God playing the play. I don't, this, this place is going to hell in a handbasket, Oscar. Even Oscar DeRoch is like, whoa, 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 Hooper, you're going a little too far. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Oh. oh, Mr. What do we do to Mr. Hooper? I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that's why I said, folks, this one's going to get weird. Because I mean, as much as we love Sesame Street, we've turned it into something else. <laughs> you know what? Let's take a break, man. <laughs> There's a monster named a Frazzle who's a good friend of mine. He looks ferocious, but he's really fine. Go up and ask him for his autograph. He's so happy that he start to laugh. He goes, that's how he laughs. He goes, that means he's glad. He goes, that means he's having the greatest time that he ever had. Frazzle, he's got things on his jaws. His fur is orange and he's got these claws. He looks so mean that he could scare a crowd. But if you tickle him, he laughs out loud. He goes, ah, that's how he laughs. He goes, ah, that means he's glad. He goes, ah, that means he's having the greatest time that he ever had. Oh, <laughs> my 
Oh, sorry. We we had to take a last break for a second. <laughs> Get ourselves yeah, back to collect together. ourselves for a second, man. Um, so uh, who else do we have there? We we named uh we had uh, David, uh, Luis, Luis, and Maria. Like we said, we had Bob. Uh, Bob, uh, Mr. Blue Eyed Soul. I really hate Bob. You know, my mother hates Bob. You know, she uh, and the reason why, well, first of all, because he's a He's just so bright and just overly chipper all the time. You know, he's real pain in my ass. You usually want to hear him. Oh, he's but a Dexter then, type. Oh, yeah. You know he's got some bodies buried. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he's that kind of, that's real cheery and happy. But then every once in a while, you'll, you'll see that, that, that glimmer of anger come out. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's the guy who always comes down, he brings donuts for everybody, and then... At <laughs> night, while Mr. Hooper's over there drinking with Oscar, he's out like on the other side of the wall, like out in the outskirts of town, just sawing people up. <laughs> I can see him wearing some Dexter gloves and that, that Dexter turtleneck he wears when he goes on a hunt. And singing show tunes over yeah. while he does it. <laughs> he's yeah, got yeah. Bob, high hopes. Bob has his own album. High hopes. Oh, God. Lord, Lord have mercy on us all. If you go on Bob Spotify, you album. can find his, his album. I'm looking that up right now. Oh, dude, I just, I called it. I called it. I was kidding. He actually does sing High Hopes on this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right. Oh, this is Bob, and then who who else else we got, man? Who else do we have in the classics? We had uh, uh, Susan. Susan, oh, yeah. And then... Was that there, there were two black ladies? It was Susan and then yeah, then another was, one, uh, Olivia. Olivia. Now, which one was married to Gordon? Wow, how did we skip over Gordon? But okay, real quick, um, Susan was married to Gordon. Okay, and they had a son, and um, and that's it. The, Olivia, his real son. Yeah, yeah, his true Olivia's son. Now, um, Olivia, she disappeared. I remember when I was I was still pretty little when she stopped. She when she disappeared from the show. Yeah. For whatever reason, I don't know why, but she wore the. She always had the beads in her head. Yeah, like the beads and braids, you know. And then she, I think she had it. No, that I'm thinking of. Susan. I get them confused. Yeah, Susan had the afro. Yes. But uh, yeah, she had an afro. But Gordon, how do we forget Gordon, the, the Gordon. patriarch? Yeah, Gordon was uh, the man. Well, Gordon started out as someone completely different. Gordon had had a. Uh, uh, actor change. He had a couple different actor changes, if I'm not uh, mistaken, right? Um. Yeah, let me get it. Now, I mean, here. not during my lifetime. I think you know, as no. far as I knew, he was always the same guy. But I remember seeing something about this too. There was at least Gor- there was one or maybe two different guys who played Gordon there was before three. that. Three, no, okay, four. God damn it, <laughs> four, four. The, the first guy was Garrett Sanders. He was only Gordon in the pilot. Then there was Matt Robertson. He was from 69 to 72. Then there's okay. Hal Miller 
from 72 to 74. And then it was Roscoe Orman from 74 to now, even. Right. Now, can I can I take a quick aside about Roscoe Orman real quick? Because, okay, like I said, Gordon, <laughs> Gordon is the... He's he's the the, the 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 he's the father figure, you know, of the show. You know, he's the you know, like if there's two people I really think of, like right away when I think Sesame Street, I think you know, I mean, well, if you think about the opening of Sesame Street, like after the theme song, I think it'd be the Big Bird or Gordon. Because I don't know, for, I don't know if they were always the ones to open it, but they're the ones I remember most. You know, mm-hmm. um, but. Roscoe Orman. Okay, this was um, uh, I guess uh, summer of 2012. I was on Netflix, and I'm going through the queue looking for something to listen to, and what comes up? But um, well, because I've been watching a lot of uh, I was watching a lot of 70s movies at the at the, at the moment, you know, and like I'm talking about, you know, anything from um, you know, Badlands, Terrence Malick, to um, like. Uh, like the Mac, you know, and mm-hmm. Willie Dynamite shows up. I'm like, oh, I think I've heard of this, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is the movie they said inspired Black Dynamite or one of the inspirations for Black Dynamite. Yeah, no, Michael Jai this, White. This was because I, I was on a, a Black Dynamite kick at the time, and like watching it at least once a week. <laughs> but I, I was watching the, uh, I was listening to the the commentary. And they said that a lot of the stuff from that movie came from from Willie Dynamite. Okay. All right. All right. So yeah, a lot of it comes from Willie Dynamite. And so I go to read the description of Willie Dynamite, and I don't know what how you guys use Netflix out there. I use mine through the Xbox. And what happens is when you highlight a movie, you know, uh, a, a box art, it pulls up a screen cap. And I see this guy sitting there in a purple suit, and I'm like, wait a minute. He looks familiar. And then I look at the name. I see Roscoe Orman, and I know that name. And I'm like, no way. No way in hell. So I start the movie, and sure enough, Gordon, is he, he's a, he was a pimp in his former lifetime. <laughs> and <laughs> I got text Jay. I text my, you know, my, 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 my friends and family members. I'm like, stop what you're doing. If you can, go to Netflix, watch Willie Dynamite. It's the funniest thing you'll ever see. And the reason why, look who, who, look who the lead character is. And people got around, is that, is, is that Gordon? I'm like, yes, it's fucking, it's fucking Gordon. <laughs> and he's up there talking about, my bottom bitches. And I went talking about pimp conventions. And I mean, what, what the pimping hoes and going on? I'm just like, this is, this is not about fucking, I couldn't believe it. See, that's I couldn't believe it. I remember when I got the text, I was at work, <laughs> and I've got Netflix on my, my phone, so, you know, I'll, like, listen to movies while I'm at work, don't tell nobody, <laughs> but, but, um, you sent me that text, and I, I, uh, actually went in, in the other room so I could actually see what you were talking about, because I didn't understand, and I was like, is that, holy that's good. Yeah, when you texted me back that, <coughs> I died laughing just like I was just waiting for the reaction. I was waiting for the reaction. And he's like, holy fuck, it's Gordon. I'm like, yes, it's, it's, it's Gordon. <laughs> and from that moment, Gordon to me was dead. He's really dynamite. 
See, I figured it out. That there have been four different people as Willie Dynamite, or as uh, as Gordon Robinson. It's because Gordon Robinson is a cover for uh, Witness Protection Program. <laughs> <laughs> so Willie Dynamite got in some, some shit and, and probably pissed off the mob, uh, Mr. Big from the mob or something. Oh. He pissed off Frank Gorshin from Meteor Man. <laughs> <laughs> and had to go and witness protection. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been an epic episode of Sesame Street if Frank Gorshin showed up there with Gordon. Oh. Oh, God. And <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just... and I, I would have loved to see, see that. There's this one puppet from the 70s. He was a, he was a, a salesman. But he, he'd come up to uh, people, and he ha- had a fedora and a trench coat on. You know, like the old Times Square you used to be. And he'd be like, hey, 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 you want to buy this letter O? And he'd open his trench coat. I remember that I, guy. I was telling, I was texting this to John when I found out he was really dying. Mike, because I was laughing so hard and making up so much, so many weird stories. <laughs> I, was, I was like, that, that dude probably came up to, to, uh, Gordon and said, hey man, you want to buy a letter A? And then started looking at him for a second. Like, hey, I know you. <laughs> Gordon just grabbed him by the throat, slam up against the wall. If you tell anybody that I'm here, motherfucker, I will slap you so hard that your mama will feel. <laughs> and then that puppet was never seen again on Sesame Street. In fact, don't show up on this place again. I'm pulling foot in your ass, boy. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's got that same trigger that, that uh, Bob does. He's ha- happy all the time, but then something happened. He'll just get that look. Yeah, the difference, the difference is Bob will go and deal with you, you know, after hours. You know, Willie Dynamite might just pull the pistol and then toss you back behind Oscar's can. <laughs> There's a lot of bodies behind Oscar's can. They might be in the can. You know how deep that can goes when actually he's in there. Oh, yeah. How much shit he had down there. He might, hey, perfect place to hide a body. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking dead. And then, uh, do you remember an episode where they were talking about rain? Or or these Gordon was talking about it? Like, he was supposed to be like a uh, a weather guy? No, he he, he, he was an advocate for the rain council. Yeah, and he's like talking about, you know, the rain, rain, go away or something like that. And he's like, howdy, friend. I want to talk about something that's been bothering me. A lot of people have been down on rain. They don't like it. And they say bad things about it, like, Oh, phooey, it's raining. Well, I say that that kind of talk has got to stop. I say it's high time we all got behind rain. Where's the taco rain? has got to stop! <laughs> <laughs> And after he's like, no, calm down, Willie, calm down, calm down. You're Gordon now. (laughs) You're Gordon now. Oh, the players posted up on our block has got to stop. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh. but uh, (laughs) oh, it at one point. They got all these guys. They got David and uh, Luis, who we didn't talk too much about, but uh, he's he owned he's married to Maria, right? And they own the who hair shop. It's interesting. He stole Luis. Uh, Luis stole Maria from David. 
Labor Day. Oh yeah. Yeah, back in the days, yeah, she and David were together. Well, well, David, I guess you know he couldn't David kick, went he, to... he couldn't kick the habit, so she had to drop him. Yeah, I'm sure David knew who Gordon was. Yeah, <laughs> he probably bought a letter H from him. Yeah, you know what I mean. A big one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but um, yeah, you want to? <laughs> but they they all came together. <laughs> Talking about the songs and the music from this show. Yeah. Uh, I was on YouTube one day just looking through Sesame Street stuff just because that's I'm weird like that and I just look at this stuff. And all of a sudden I found this song and I immediately sent, sent the link to Jonathan. I was like, do you remember this shit? <laughs> and, you know, there's about two seconds or a, maybe a minute or so goes by and all of a sudden all capitalized oh shit I can't believe this song is real yes okay and let me tell you something folks episode one if you haven't heard that first of all go back and listen to it secondly um, I described this actually we talked briefly about this you know mm-hmm. um, I for years I remembered I remembered there being a song that went like that, you know what I'm saying? But I just always assumed it was a song, you know. Like I said, you know, if, if you remember episode four, you know, we're talking about you know the stuff that got played, you know, through the radios of our parents and people around us, you know. I'm thinking this is a song that maybe was on the radio or something in my grandfather's car or something, you know. This song like about give me five, you know, and I, you know, it sounded real enough to me because what actually it was, this give me five song was a parody of a um, Isley Brothers song. No, the floaters. The floaters, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, the floaters. Yeah, the uh, float on. Float on, yeah, yeah. So this is a, it's a Paris. That's why it sounds real. But you know, for years, you know, just, just at once in a blue moon, random time in in, in life, I would do that to get that to come into my head. I'm like, give me five, give me five, and I never knew where it came from. I thought it was a, uh, I, I just assumed it was a song, you know, from the '60s or something, you know, and then. Fucking, he sends me this link. Now I'm at work actually, and uh, I check my phone. I look and I just hit the button real quick just to see what it was. I couldn't really check and watch the video, but then, you know, I see the caption come up and it's what it is. I'm like, that's it, that's it. And I'm like, this is a real song. You know, I, that's where it came from. All this time, I just never knew. I thought this is a real song. You know, holy shit. So, you know, which is uh, I want to say this is another one of the uh, moments that uh, Bert this podcast you know yeah just yeah yeah and it i'll be honest <clears throat> excuse me i'll be honest it's a little corny but yes we saved this episode we saved this as we shoot episode for episode five just because yep. of the song yep <laughs> so um actually let's uh play it right now and you can listen along with us how's that folks yeah damn right let's play the whole shit let's okay go. You've all been waiting for the lovers. <laughs> See, the lovers of five. I always thought it was weird that they're the lovers of five, but there's only four of them. Yeah, there's only four. They made but, a really grievous <laughs> error here. There's only four of I'm, them. I want to talk about the fifth member after this. Here comes David. <laughs> there it is, that fucking nappy fro and those pork chop sideburns. <laughs> I love this part. On the bottom. David just loves lines. That's what it is. 
I love this dance too. And Luis is getting it wrong. Hazel? Lu Luis gets it wrong a lot if you watch this thing. He he's out of sync. <laughs> I'm looking at him right now. <laughs> Here comes Bob. Blue eyed soul. Yeah, see that's why I love that powder blue suit with the pink shirt. And that bow tie. Yeah. You know, they're like in the pink gloves. They didn't want to let him in the group right away, you know, they're like uh he he, he showed up and he auditioned for him. They didn't want to let him in, obviously, for obvious reasons. Yeah, and then but he didn't hit the he's high like, notes. Yeah, he's like, oh, come on, guys. You know, I, I might be white and I play the piccolo once in a while, but I'm not vanilla. <laughs> and David said, hey, say, man, he that boy, that white boy can blow. And Willie Dynamite said, all right, go on and let him in. And they let him in, and boy, he Michael McDonald his way through that shit. All right, here comes Willie Dynamite now. That oh, big, here's Willie. That big broom mustache of his. <laughs> <laughs> I got five holes on this block. <laughs> got another five over there. See, I know they're teaching about number five, but that's the dumbest line because five is between number four and six. And she better have my money on time. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get five across her lips. <laughs> Bitch! And then, just then, it looked like Luis was giving us the finger. <laughs> Here comes Luis in Spanish. Here he comes. The original Latin Lothario. Yeah. Rico Suave. I need my other half here. She could translate. I don't know what the hell he said. Rico Suave? Did you say Rico Suave? I don't know what he said. See, he's out of sync and he's trying to get in sync. <laughs> <laughs> you would think he would have more rhythm out there. What the hell happened? Yeah. So... You think Bob would mess it up. But Bob really earned his keep. Give me five. You just know they won't written five in their palm of their hands. What the hell is wrong with these people? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Man, and see, this is where I said the fifth member comes in. I know Hooper was off to the side. <laughs> he's off to the side, and he's got that same tux, and half of half the shirt's pulled out, and it, the top buttons are unbuttoned, and the bow tie's all off. He's got stains on his undershirt. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Bob walks off stage. I'm sorry, Hooper. They, they just didn't want to let you in. I'm sorry. You couldn't just, you, he just couldn't get the dance steps right, guy. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you kept having flashbacks of your five tours in Korea, and it just wouldn't help. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know he would have been up there. I, I'm I'm Hooper, and the number five reminds me of of my five tours of Korea. <laughs> when I when we took it to Charlie and. <laughs> Yeah, my fifth tour just happened to coincide with the time they, 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 they blew them zipper heads blew my buddy's brains out over the Pacific. <laughs> they go tackle him off the stage like, you can't say that. I came home and my wife had left me. <laughs> All I had was my father's store that's been in my family for three generations. And I can't even keep that anymore because they keep letting more of these people come in the neighborhood. <laughs> what the <laughs> <laughs> 
they tried to find a replacement like at uh <laughs> at like the last minute. Remember that? Remember that? Por- I, I think he was Puerto Rican. Remember that kid Petey, who used to yeah. play dance? Yeah, he, he had the head. He always had that flash dance headband on and shit. He wanted to. He wanted to join. It was like he he wanted to wear those those uh those leotards like like the like the New York City Breakers did on uh on Graffiti Rock. Oh yeah, and <laughs> Billy Darmody went, boys, you crazy? I'm gonna- <laughs> Hey, pistol whipped him and sent him to the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, well, uh, let's let's take one more break before we get any more racist. <laughs> <laughs> what have we done to Sesame Street, guys? I, I don't know. I uh, guess we're watching it as a, an adult after watching all these horrible <laughs> after watching stuff like Willie Dynamite and Black Dynamite you just corrupted our childhood Ah oh, man alright let's, let's go ahead all and right. take a break see ya alright see you on the other side folks hey folks this is Jay we're actually going to take a long break we will be back with episode 5.5 and the continuation of this next week it got a little long on us once I started editing and we got all the music and everything it was a little over two hours so we're just going to end it here and post the rest next week catch us on facebook at facebook.com slash death cakes podcast all one word our email address is death cakes pod at gmail.com find us on twitter also at death cakes pod and our Tumblr page, with his, which is deathcakespod.tumblr.com. And, of course, we are on iTunes for all you iSheep. Uh, just do a quick search for Death Cakes Podcast, and we're right there. So we will catch you next week with episode 5.5. Broke on a financial tightrope with a damaged FICO. Success of fit in a fight phone. The definition of spiteful and put a stick in your bike spokes and trip you. And I hope your head hits some fing light post. At night, a hawk of people jogging on the sidewalk. Flash my brights while driving them the scam so that they might fall. Yo, and ride in the dark. My mind is off. I need a bobble of blunt and a bottle of Tylenol. Compare me to the manic depressions of anger management. Step who my hate is back, which is you and this lame establishment. I sound a cliche on accident, but I don't give a shit if you respect me. Really, what's that opinion from a lemmy? My homegirl says I'm aggravated. My chick says I always have an attitude. Smart your fucking business as a attitude. Then I drank a bottle of lean. Didn't know how it's gonna go. They say you know I'm spazzing out in the crowd at my own show. APS cutting me off after I paid a meth head semi truck driver's getting in the way. 
I'm surprised I ain't committed manslaughter yet. Fuck a boiling point. Ain't no water left. I'm only checked for three months from my apartment. A step away from committing arson inside my complex. Or how about a bomb threat? What did it mean they'll send it to the financial department? They only have one office. Example the local rappers and school a couple producers. Don't ask for me on your track, then your music is f***ing useless. You can fit you an artist, then you obviously plum retarded. You kids is garbage like Summer Thompson. Turn off that nonsense, I'm insulted. Rock's exalted. If you ain't talking about his project, do not consult him. My time is not cheap. I need a drink. I think the most ironic thing is I'm f***ing and busy. You're studying to be a shrink. Count, 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 count